Welcome to The Ride Podcast by the Horse and Rider editorial team. The Ride takes you on a deep dive into stories of horse men and women who have inspired us for generations. I'm your host, Michaela Jaycox, and I will be taking you into the Horse and Rider vault to explore stories crafted by leading authors in horse and rider history to expand your understanding of the personalities that shape this Western horse life. Everyone and welcome back to the Ride Podcast. We are going back to reading another profile this week, and this profile is on Alex Bowens, which was in the fall issue. She's actually on the cover of the fall horse and rider. And our amazing managing editor, Nicole, wrote this profile. Alex is actually a friend of hers. So, Nicole, tell us more about the profile and Alex just as a friend and stuff. Yeah, like you said, we mentioned we featured her in the fall 2019 magazine. Um, so if anybody had for some reason missed it or haven't had a chance to look at it yet, you can see it in its glory. There, there's some really cool photos that go with it. But Alex, her and I grew up in the same competitive all-around barn, and we've both kind of gone our separate ways from the all-around. And um, she originally got into reining, and then her horse obsession just continued and. Then she got into like mounted archery and trail riding and she has built this insane social media following because she just loves like being around horses and doing whatever she can to um, ride them. She does a lot of cool video footage of her shooting, you know, bows off of horses on trick shots and um, but she's a painter for her, her career is she's an artist. So, so being creative and having that creative outlet seems to come pretty uh, easily for her. She's not just like a casual artist. She's an award-winning artist that's won a bunch of stuff. She's amazing. Or if you look, follow her Instagram. I mean, you have to. She's she's an Instagram influencer and for good reason. Yeah, and I think when you say influencer too, um, there's a lot of uh, negative influence out in that world right now. I think with like especially young girls and totally. and the Photoshop issues that we deal with and. Um, the thing that really stands out about Alex is that everything that she posts is real. You know, she's not photoshopping her pictures. She's showing you videos of her falling off of a horse and the bloopers and the behind the scenes. And she's just, I mean, she she's just really easily, easy, you feel like you're one of her friends. Yeah, she's one of those people that's famous for good reason. Mm -hmm. and, and famous for their talents and their creativity. And I love that. So if yeah. you have a young girl, for sure, mom's out there. She's a great, great role model. Yeah, she, um, she she just wants to let people know that it's okay to be the weird horse girl. Yeah, and didn't you say it was kind of an accident that she gained all of this following? She wasn't just on Instagram trying to be an influencer. It just mm -hmm. all fell into place because of how cool she is. I mean, you should see some of the videos that she posts of archery on horseback. It is super cool. Yeah, and it's just kind of going back to her being an artist, like she just loved posting really fun like videos and putting music with it and so she just started to share it on Facebook and Instagram with her friends and it just like kept gaining traction and then Instagram the actual company featured her in a video and then it just like kind of blew up from there like she she that that just helped her reach a whole nother like audience outside of the horse industry yeah and not to mention she is absolutely gorgeous there's a reason she was on the cover I mean mm -hmm. she is stunning and she looks good with a horse so she's definitely somebody that everybody needs to look up to as a social media influencer yeah and as um 
we, we continue to do more interviews. I think by now you guys have kind of noticed we're trying to interview more people and not just do the profiles. But Alex and I actually have a podcast lined up where I'm going to interview her. So um, this story touches a little bit on each of the things that she does. And But, um, you know, it's hard to fit somebody's life story in 2,000 words. So I think that doing an interview with her is going to help you guys get to know her even more. Yeah. And if you have any questions, be sure to send us a message, email us, so that way we can have Nicole ask her those questions and you can find the answers to them in that podcast episode. And I think, like, it's funny how our personalities as hosts of podcasts come out through our interviews. And you guys have gotten to know Michaela a little bit throughout um, throughout the last season of the, the, the ride. But um, now you will get to know a little bit about Nicole based on her questions that she asked Alex. Yeah, uh, going forward, I will be doing a lot more with the podcast instead of just doing this roundtable discussion. So, <laughs> yeah, implementing some new changes, and we hope that you all really like them. And so from here, we will dive into reading this profile on Alex. Hashtag no filter. Whether Alex Bowens is shooting arrows off the back of a horse or sliding to a stop, she's documenting it on social media to connect with like-minded riders. When you see Alex Bowen's Instagram page, you get the real deal. No filters, no Photoshop. Just photos and videos showcasing her daily riding adventures. Sometimes it'll be a video of her doing a trick shot off the back of a horse with her bow and arrow. Other times she'll have her drone in the sky to follow her as she treks through the untouched desert terrain. And occasionally you'll see photos of her most recent artwork as a professional painter. It doesn't matter where she is or what she's doing. Bowens always finds a way to enjoy life from the back of a horse. Horse crazy. For as long as Bowens can remember, she's been horse crazy. Growing up in Northbrook, Illinois, her love for horses started at three when her mom, Julie, got a horse, an appendix quarter horse named Diamond Dancer. I was the kid that insisted on wearing their riding clothes to school, Bowens jokes. Since then, my whole life has involved being around horses. From the first time she had a chance to sit on Diamond Dancer, horses were all Bowens could think about. And to prove to her family that she had what it took to be dedicated to the sport, Bowens began spending as much time at the barn as she could, pulling weeds and mucking out stalls. From there, she began taking jumping lessons and immediately fell in love with it. However, shortly into her riding career, her mom was in a riding accident that left her in the hospital. I still remember the accident like it was yesterday, Bowen shares. For some reason, I decided to drop what I was doing and run to the arena to watch my mom's show. Right as I got there, I had this weird feeling. And when I looked up, I saw her coming around the corner and head toward an in-and-out fence. Her horse dropped a toe and stumbled to his knees, throwing my mom into the second fence, back first. He then jumped the second fence, nicking my mom's face in the process. She had to be taken out of the arena by ambulance. After a full recovery, her family decided to trade the English saddle for a Western one and was introduced to the world of AQHA all-around events by trainer Diane Eppers. The beginning of her all-around career started when Bowens had the opportunity to ride AQHA High Point champion and All-American Quarter Horse Congress champion Sleepy Cloverdale, a horse many riders could only dream of riding. By the ride's end, her family was hooked. And shortly afterwards, Balance got her first horse, just a kiss of class. Ladybug was only three when we got her, and she only did the Western Pleasure, Balance says. 
She taught me a lot because I had to learn how to do the all-around with her. Their ability to work as a team showed, and Balance and her horse went on to place at some of the top events in the country, including a third place at the Congress. But her favorite win came from an event Balance and her mare typically didn't enter in. I remember being at a horse show and seeing the trophies they had on display. They were beautiful sculptures, and I found out they were for a halter class, and I decided I was going to show my little horse against all these real halter horses, she says with a laugh. When I told everyone I was going to enter that class, they looked at me like I was crazy. I ended up winning grand champion mare and took home eight trophies. Introduction to reigning. After seeing some success in all-around events, Bowens got a taste for reigning thanks to her grandfather, who had been involved in the sport for a few years. My grandpa was at Jose Vasquez's house, and they had smart like juice out of his stall, she shares. I remember my grandpa asking me if I wanted to spin him, and that was the first time I ever rode a rainer. It was a feeling that sticks with you forever, the first time you spin a reining horse, and after that ride, Bowens knew she wanted to compete in reining. Soon after, she found out that her grandpa was going to sell his horse and decided to buy his horse and say goodbye to the all-around. Not long after buying her first rainer, she was introduced to reining trainers Dan and Wendy Huss. I would see Dan and Wendy at horse shows and remember one of their customers, Ian Bernard, she explains. He was such a good rider and always looked like he was having fun. I knew I wanted to train with them after seeing the way they helped their non-pros. Balance credits the Huss group with helping her become the rider she is today, allowing her to break out of her comfort zone and start working with horses that vary in experience and trying out different disciplines, like mounted archery. Dan and Wendy don't try to fit a horse to their program. They always taught me to adjust my program to fit the needs of the horse, Balance says. The horse always comes first to them, and that's very important to me. It's one of the many reasons I look up to them. Many competitions stood out to Bowens during her reigning career, but the one she's most proud involved riding at the FBI North American Junior Young Riders Championship and representing the United States. Her team took home gold, but that wasn't the part that meant the most to Bowens. There were so many obstacles that I had to overcome to go to Kentucky, and to actually get there and work with a team to represent my country was an amazing experience, Bowens says. Taking home gold was the icing on the cake, but this was a really good cake, and just being there was amazing, getting to see the different disciplines, meeting new riders, and standing on the podium. Trainer Wendy Huss also remembers this moment fondly. Rick Christian, another customer of ours, allowed Alex to take He's a Big Time Bingo to Lexington, Kentucky, Wendy says. She works hard and soaks up every word when practicing, so it was such a special moment to see her take home the gold medal. A cross-country move. At the age of 10, Alex came home from a family vacation in Arizona feeling homesick for a state she never lived in. The feeling seemed to stick around every time Bowens left the desert, leaving her with the choice of staying in Illinois or heading 1,700 miles west. I had recently completed an art apprenticeship and decided I needed to do something for myself, she explains. So I got a dog, packed my bags, and relocated to Arizona. Dan and Wendy Huss had also recently made the move from Illinois to Scottsdale, Arizona, giving Bowens even more reason to take a chance and move away from home. Horseless and living in a new state, Bowens had to get creative with how she could get her horse fixed. She still had the opportunity to ride at the Husses anytime she wanted to, but she was ready to branch out and test her skills in a new riding discipline. 
I was really interested in mountain shooting, she explains. But one day, when my mom and I were driving home from the Husses, we came across a truck that had a sign advertising mounted archery lessons. I jotted down the contact info and called the next day and scheduled a lesson. On top of venturing into the world of mounted archery, trail riding was another outlet Bowens wanted to explore, even after a mishap left her lost in the desert. After a practice session with the Husses, she decided to take one of the show horses out on a quick ride, thinking she would be gone for 20 minutes or so. Pre-iPhone and new to the area, Bowens realized she was lost an hour into her ride. I remembered someone saying, if you ever get lost, your horse will find his way back, she shares. I put my hand down and let him go where he wanted. He went around a corner in a weird ditch and found the trail. That was such an exciting feeling. It reminded me of the rush I used to get when I showed. Socially savvy. A painter by trade, Bowens originally started using Instagram to help showcase her work. But it was after she started posting photos of her having fun on the back of a horse that she started to get a following. I never really expected anything to happen when I started posting photos and videos on Instagram. It was really just a way for me to keep up with friends and share some of the exciting things I was up to with them, she says. It just started to grow organically. One girl got in touch with me after seeing my photos and asked if I wanted to do a photo shoot, and I did. Then I kept connecting with like-minded people, and it just spiraled from there. Posting on Instagram is how Bowens has connected with some of her closest friends, including Tina Bork. Alex was helping a friend sell her gypsy banner on Instagram, and I was looking to buy one, Bork explains. By the time I messaged her, the horse had already sold. But we got to talking, and she mentioned that she would keep an eye out for one that was for sale. We found out that we're both located in Scottsdale and decided to get together. I thought we were going to meet for coffee for maybe 20 minutes, but I ended up at her barn for two and a half hours. We've been friends ever since. Since that day, the two have gone on to do just about anything they can possibly do on the back of a horse, including teaching new tricks, weekly games of horse soccer, and even saddling up overseas and riding with a former Olympic rider during a recent trip to Japan. They always make sure to document their adventures on social media to let fellow riders know what they're up to. And for this episode's Horse of the Week, we have a horse brought to you by A Home for Every Horse, which was created in 2011 and result to a partnership between the Equine Network, the nation's leading publisher of equine-related content, and the American Horse Council's United Horse Coalition. The program provides resources for 501c3 horse organizations. Visit ahomeforeveryhorse.com for more information. This week's horse is an Arabian mare named Night Serenade. She is located in California. She's an older model. She was born in 1999, but she's a great companion mare. Unfortunately, her owner has some health issues and is unable to take care of her anymore. So she is adoptable and looking for a new forever home since she is a little bit older. I think somebody who wants to take her on as a senior horse and just love her for the rest of her life is probably the best option for her. Yeah, like you said, she's um, listed as a companion-only horse, but in her description it explains that she's sound and healthy, um, and she does have training experience, but her, her former owner never rode her, uh, so she hasn't been ridden in a long time, which is why they recommended that. But um, it sounds like she, if you are an experienced rider, it sounds like she's healthy and sound and, and could ride. Yeah, and she seems to be very smart. The description just says that she's smart and patient and loves to do whatever is asked of her. However, she's not for a beginner or a child or 
your husband, she's somebody who needs to know what they're doing and take care of her and love her. So the owner is being selective as to where she goes and they have a strict no breeding policy. So if you're wanting something for a brood mare, go ahead and pass on this one. Even though she's registered, not a great brood mare option as they have that policy in place. But if you're interested, go to ahomeforeveryhorse.com, click on adoptable horses where you can go to equine.com and you can search for Night Serenade. She is adoptable for $625, so a little bit cheaper than the other horses that we've been throwing at you guys on the podcast episodes. So be sure to check her out and let us know if you do. We want to know if you adopt any horse on a ahomeforeveryhorse.com. Thank you guys for tuning into the Ride Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this profile. As always, remember to go subscribe so you get a notification every time we release a new episode. While you're there, why don't you give us a rating? We want to know how we're doing, and this also helps other listeners find us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. See you next time.